and welcome everyone to our third Headwing Talk episode. Hopefully many more to come. My name is Luke Jean, and I am joined by my Maryland friend, King. How you doing, King? Hey, Luke. I'm good. I'm glad to uh, you know, be on the podcast. I didn't hear the second episode, but I'm definitely going to tune in. Yeah, just released this morning at the time of the recording. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it's a good one for sure. I'm just glad we got to talk. I know you had a bit of trouble responding to the text, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, okay. I'm not, a, I'm not a great texter. Uh, any of my friends, if they're watching or listening, they know that. I mean, in a sense, that may be a good thing, though. It means you're not always on your phone, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the phone really has a a grip on us, I feel, sometimes. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I actually had to delete Instagram, which is funny because I'm posting, like, the stuff about the podcast on Instagram. But I deleted it off my phone because mm-hmm. it was just getting too much. Bro, I, I deleted TikTok, and <laughs> you, you won't believe, like, anytime somebody sends me a TikTok, I, I just magically reinstall it and keep it for, like, another few weeks <laughs> and then realize I have to delete it again. Yeah, yeah so it it, is. it's an addiction, man. I'm at least yeah. for me, Instagram. You mm-hmm. get on it for too long, like two hours are sucked away. And mm-hmm. I used to like not have social media. I didn't grow up with it. I only got Instagram like two years ago. Hmm. Dang! So you got you got sucked in, even though you didn't grow up. Happening. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think anything that can fill time, or I guess take away your feelings as much as that mm-hmm. is easy to get sucked into in my opinion yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah especially like the way that they format it like you know you swipe see something new <laughs> laugh swipe yeah <laughs> the algorithm is very very nasty in mm-hmm. that sense because it knows what you want and it's going to try and give you what you want oh, yeah. and it knows when you don't like what it has given you and so it just modifies itself over and over again yeah yeah tiktok actually sometimes there's this um actually there's this funny thing people talk about like your phones can read your mind or something but the algorithm's <laughs> just that good like it, it feels like it's reading your mind i think it is i mean they've shown in studies because there's all this concern about china and tiktok and influencing america but they've mm-hmm. shown that the TikTok algorithm specifically, it trains the unformed or like adolescent brain. So like for teenagers especially, it trains yeah. their brain how to think and it like changes its brain chemistry of adolescence to the point where now we see, or at least I see working at a school, people's attention spans, especially those that a teenagers and kids like is shrinking by the second mm. no that, i feel like that yeah that makes a lot of sense actually i kind of see it in myself honestly um i scroll through uh what's it called i actually haven't been able to like there's there's a time where i wasn't able to consume like long form content <laughs> um because like you know tiktok you scroll it's like a one minute video sometimes 30 seconds um but you know, with time, of course, uh, I was able to start consuming long-form content again. But it was a struggle for a while. Like even reading books. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but I'm finally back into it. 
the new thing is like if the video is less than 15 or more than 15 seconds mm-hmm. people like it's not good enough for people anymore yeah 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 it's kind of crazy like yeah yeah if it doesn't like hook your attention in like the first like seven seconds actually even me like if it doesn't hook my attention i'm I'm gone i'm on to the next <laughs> already <laughs> so yeah I, I can totally see that First impressions, I mean, they really matter, especially when it comes to video content. That's why, like, yeah. I'm very focused on like cutting pod- parts of the podcast because I know not everyone necessarily has time to listen to the full thing. But mm-hmm. a lot of people are on Instagram, a lot of people are on TikTok. So if I can yeah. get the algorithm to show more and more clips of my podcast, that's the goal, you know, to grow it 100%. in that way. Because... Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, they it, they don't tell you on Instagram or TikTok, but the real way to grow your social media presence, one big way is manipulating the algorithm. Okay. Yeah, you have to manipulate it. You have to know. In other words, the way your videos are, like if like you have to insert cuts, like even if you don't need cuts, there's nothing to cut. There's no pauses, but you have to cut your video anyways because. The way TikTok is designed, it, it trains you to expect those cuts. If there's no cuts, it seems like the video's longer. And so you're not going to watch the full thing. But if it seems like it's like five, like two second videos in like a 10, 15 second video, it'll keep people's attention span. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that reminds me of um, something Mr. B said. He said that like there's um, the camera, does the, the frame doesn't stay the same for any longer than like. I forgot how long it was, like four seconds, four or five seconds, uh, maybe less than that. Like if you watch a Mr. Beast video, like the first 30 seconds, there's probably a hundred cuts. It's yep. crazy. Yeah. The editing so. is insane. It, it takes like, that's why you pay people for that. Mr. Beast yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, it's not like he's doing it on his own. Mr. Beast 100%. is paying people to like cut like every half second, probably, which yeah. is insane. Because yeah. it used to be silent movies, like not even 150 years ago. It's insane. Now I can't. I haven't watched a movie in a while. I'm not gonna lie. Like Wait, really? I've been trying to watch Marvel movies. I've been wanting to, but my excuse is I just want something relaxed. Like I don't want to commit to something, to watching something long. But part of me is also wondering, hmm, is it my attention span? I don't know. But to be fair. I've heard the Marvel movies aren't doing so good since Endgame. I don't know if you've seen any, but... You know, I'm actually not... A lot of people get mad at me for that, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch superhero movies. Unless it, Spider-Man is like the only um, exception. I haven't seen any of the new ones. You know, I grew up with the first three. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on um, Marvel. Um, I'm more seen... like watching TV shows. Yeah. You haven't seen that? What is it called? Into the Spider Verse. Um, oh, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's like an exception. But I'm talking <laughs> about like you know the the um, you know like Endgame. I didn't watch. Yeah, that. I didn't what? watch any of those. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I can see why some people would be a bit, you know, why didn't you see it? But hot take: yeah. I think Infinity War is better than Endgame, and it's not even close. Not even okay. close. Because hey, I wouldn't know. Well. In Infinity War, the very mm-hmm. interesting thing about the movie, in my opinion, is Thanos, he 
is not necessarily evil in the sense that he's purposely being malevolent just for the sake of being malevolent and evil. He legitimately thinks that he's doing a good thing by wiping out half the universe's population. Like He legitimately thinks that. It's portrayed so well in the movie. And he actually loves Gamora. He loves his daughter. But he truly feels that it's a worthy sacrifice. But in Endgame, and yes, I get it's not really Thanos, it's the time-traveled version or whatever. But anyways, they kind of ruin that take on the character and they just make him the evil guy who just wants to destroy the universe. By the end of the movie, he's like, I will turn the universe into atoms. I'm just like, but like, what about like your actual desire to make things better? Like at the end of Infinity War, he just went to his like little cottage, like not even like a fancy home, just his little cottage and was like, I've done the universe a service. They don't think so now, but in like a few hundred years, it'll be recognized as, you know, I'll be recognized. I won't be recognized, but I'll have done the universe a service. In Endgame, it's just like, ugh, destroy the evil guys. I'm going to destroy the universe. Mm. The snap of the fingers. Like, ugh, I'm, no thank you. No well, thank that's you. news to me, because I definitely, I mean, hearing about Thanos, I thought he was a villain this whole time, until just now. Well, he is. He, Oh, he, he is, is. But, okay, okay, he, okay. but he's a complicated villain in Infinity War. He's uh, a bit complicated. Okay. Of course, it's like, no, you shouldn't kill half of any population mm-hmm. just for the, because there's no food. Like, obviously, that's a terrible argument. But right. cin- cinematically, the way it's portrayed, it's an, he's an interesting villain. It, com- I guess you could compare it to... It's a good example. Um, like, if you know... Alright, like, in Endgame, Thanos is basically like Palpatine. Just like, the pure evil, just wanting to have all power, just all destruction, you know, that's it. There's no, hmm. there's no complexity. But, yeah. you know, anyways. No, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with Palpatine. Who? It's Star Wars. The Emperor. Ah, see, the evil Sith Lord. I'm a big, mm, like, okay. I'm a nerd in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, that's how I am with Harry Potter. So I, I hey, it. I love Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a bro. lot of life I... life lessons in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been I binge watched all eight movies for this. Oh, is it eight or seven? Um, eight movies, eight... seven books. Okay, yeah, eight movies. I've been watched all eight of them. Um, over the course of like, I think it was like a week, bro. I was I went in, <laughs> and that was like last week. So. Have you read the books though? Oh, come on oh, now. Man. That attention span is killing you. Yeah, it is, bro. Yeah, I've been there's a lot of books on my I mean, I I read books right now. Right now I'm reading um For Whom the Bell Tolls by Ernest Hemingway. It's um uh, it's kind of torturous, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. But yeah. Dang TikTok. It's, yeah. it's all their fault. <laughs> Not yeah. exactly, but you know. Um, but anyways, so uh, the topic that we both wanted to discuss today actually was not Star Wars, Marvel, <laughs> and Harry Potter, as much yeah. as that's kind of fun. Um, but it was actually about spirituality and how that plays in your own life. Um, and interestingly, we started talking about 
lack of attention span and TikTok and Instagram. I, you know, what what have they done to young people's attention span? I think in general, while technology has done a lot of good, I think it has, whether intentionally or unintentionally, disrupted the passing on of spirituality to our current generation and the next generations. Mm. Uh, do you feel that in your life? Um, maybe not so much that it's disrupted the past. I don't know. I I, I think it, it's it's kind of both. Um, it, it has disrupted it, but it also hasn't. Um, the reason I say it hasn't, um, is because like you know spirituality and um, religion and things of that sort, of, things of that um nature have not been like ever like super mainstream and super popular um i feel like it's always been a subculture kind of thing um and i am kind of on the subculture side of tiktok where or tiktok and instagram actually where it looks like um there's more and more people who are um finding spirituality and things like that so it it is kind of complicated um but i do believe that um technology has um, kind of killed like empathy for other people mm. um and the reason i say that is uh i spent a lot of time i already told you i spent a lot of time on you know, tiktok <laughs> um so you know that statement where you said, at the beginning where you said like sometimes uh like me not <laughs> answering texts is because um i'm not on my phone a lot i'm i'm guilty i'm on my phone a lot <laughs> um i think it's more so that like i i kind of just forget to uh, text back due to having short attention span uh, like we were talking about um, but anyways um, oh man I kind of lost my train of thought where, where was I going into that um, uh, spirit- technology disrupting spirituality uh, yeah so I spend a lot of time on um, these social media platforms and um, many times I'll go into the um, you know comment sections and you know, it could be just a funny video, um, but then you you see the things that like people laugh <laughs> at, or like the things that people point out, or um, yeah, it, and it's crazy how like um, people the the way that people talk about people that they've never met before, or how somebody can be going through something crazy, and you know, there's like no empathy. People don't feel bad. It actually turns into a funny joke, and then there's this thing of, like it's, it's big now with um, I think the younger generation like. Actually, our generation too, but like dark humor, like yeah. Uh, but there, I feel like dark humor has just turned into like um, lack of empathy, um, and they're like, "Oh, it's just a joke." But anyways, yeah. Anyway. That's interesting because I have I'm not one of those people who like explores the comment section, but I've heard kind of a similar thought to what you're saying that. Mm-hmm. The comment section is very revealing about what people really think. Because it's like mm. no one's gonna, no one knows who has said it really. No one's right. gonna put a face to you, right? Whatever you said. So th- those are some authentic thoughts, whether they're good or bad. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I, that's so it destroys empathy. Yeah. yeah. Is it purely because of the humor you think, or? Like um, thinking it's or, like trying to make it into a joke. Or, like, wh- what do you like? Um, think the motivation for that kind of 
humor comes from in the comments section or nasty comments or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm no psychologist or anything, but I truly believe it's because like uh, a lot of people um, lack social skills, <laughs> <laughs> so like they don't. Um, I don't know they. They they go online to like escape the real world, but the real world is where you develop empathy, is where you develop, um, you know, real social skills and how to talk to people. What um, and I I would even go as far as to say like you know, um, I mean, kind of goes hand in hand with empathy, but like your moral values and um, you know, what you believe in and things like that. And since they're running away from the real world and going yeah. online, um, you know, and they're not developing these skills, they're it's like a whole group of people go in there, um, you know, poking fun at things that really shouldn't be um, made fun of or um, kind of taking things too far. Like, even if, you know, it is a lighthearted joke. I like me, you know, some lighthearted jokes. Uh, sometimes they go a little dark. But there's always this, like, you know, thought for or, like, thinking of the other person or who's behind this joke or um, who's at the end of this joke or whatever. Uh, but I think that, like, that's something that's missing from, um, you know, these people because, like I said, they're they're not developing these skills in the real world. They're just online. Yeah, that's that's so true. Like a lack of social skills. When COVID hit, everyone was at home, mm-hmm. and at least at the school I worked at, because it was a private school, they only had one year. They only had like from March 2020 to June, like the rest of that school year out of the classroom. In like late 2020 in the fall, they went back into the classroom. Of course, with you know, with the masks and social distancing and everything, but they were back in the classroom. But even them who did not miss as much time as some who missed not only the remaining of the 2020 school year, but the entire mm-hmm. 2021 school year, certain groups of kids, like grade levels, Based on like, like, for example, um, I started working in the fall of 2020. Mm-hmm. The current fifth grade class were third graders when the pandemic hit. Yeah. So when I, so by the time I started working there, they were fifth graders. And fifth grade, in my understanding, both when I was in school and seeing kids in the classroom, and interacting with each other in the after-school program, kids in fifth grade, it's a, fifth grade's a critical year. Fifth grade is critical. Mm-hmm. It's when all the boyfriend-girlfriend drama starts. It, it, you know, of course, I think kids date like early as first grade, but it becomes like, very serious to them in fifth grade. And all the drama and all the cliques become real, a lot more serious. And they just seemed so off, socially speaking. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't know how to use proper attitude, not just to the adults, but to other kids. So that led to more altercations, more fights, because they didn't know how to deal with things appropriately. They didn't make yeah. that jump properly because they weren't socialized. The only thing they were socialized by were, was TikTok, was Instagram. Yeah. I mean, that's all you could do, especially the early months of the pandemic, first few yeah. months where you couldn't go outside. You know, no one knew anything. Yeah. And that really screwed up so many people. I'm telling you, it mm-hmm. like certain. That's just one age group. I think people who missed freshman year of high school. Oh, 
God, God bless uh, him. Yeah. I mean, freshman year, you know, freshmen uh, were like not the you know friendliest people. Were considered annoying by everyone else. That's true, Imagine yeah. you didn't even get the training in freshman year to like mm-hmm. how you should act. It's not middle school anymore. They entered sophomore year. They probably were still socializing like middle Same. schoolers. Yeah. Yeah, and because of that, I think. I mean, it's that kind of, you know, like I mentioned, like attitude towards people, what to say, what not to say, how you say it, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. They didn't, kids, they didn't really get to grow in that area of their life. They only got to see it through TikTok and Instagram. So naturally, when they come back into the real world, that's how they act. And they're encouraged to act that way online because that's what they've been doing for like months on end. Yeah, not only that, but that's also like what goes viral. Um, you don't see people acting normal going viral. It's always yeah. like the cringe or like the the dumb memes or I don't know uh, all the things that like people shouldn't do. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if you you've seen like the pranksters. Oh my god, like Walmart pranksters. Which have, ones? Like, um, I don't. Okay, is it the one... thing where they like pay or like? They like just take an item. Someone's at the self checkout and they swipe it, <laughs> and they <laughs> just walk out. <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah, that's one of them. But there's like so many. Like people just being like a nuisance in public, like going up to people's uh, ears and making like, uh, like going up behind people. Oh like, yeah, making inappropriate noises. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yep. there, there's a, there's so many different things. Um, and all well, of like, those things you are like pretend you're pushing by... them, and you're actually not. Mm-hmm. But then they get freaked out. Yeah, things like that are just like chasing people like, it is weird yeah so those are the things that kind of like uh that have kind of like um so have those increased in yeah. the past few years you think Are those type of videos uh, i mean i don't really know i wasn't online in high school so i don't know they've definitely always been around but like you're seeing like high schoolers do more stupid things um Oh, actually, there was this one trend not long ago where, like, people, their Kia's had, like, um, you might have heard of it. Oh, the um, Kia, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So things like that, bro. Like, it's, um, I think stupid teens Kias. are doing dumber things. Like, teens, teens have always been dumb. I was a stupid teen. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Everyone but, was, at least for a bit <laughs> of time. Yeah. But, like, the things that they're doing, like, because of, like, they, they want social media validation, like, things like that are, it's, it's getting worse. For sure. It is. And, the TikTok trends, there was one where it was like, uh, what was it? Oh, like how many detentions can you get in a day? Like that was no an actual way. challenge for kids. Mm-hmm. It, it got to the point where one trend, I forget what it was, but they had to send an email home to parents notifying them that this was a thing <sighs> happening. Mm, you've, that's never, like a... you've never seen mm-hmm. that before, but now... TikTok is causing schools to get worried. And they've shut down schools for the day because yeah, yeah, of certain yeah. trends, mm-hmm. especially when it be- gets violent. Yeah, have you heard of the. <laughs> it's not <laughs> funny, but it's funny, bro. The Devious Licks. Uh, no, what's that one? Challenge? Oh my God. So it's so funny. Basically, Devious Licks are like um, when you, you go and like steal something. Okay. Uh, so. Um, kids in schools would be stealing the funniest things bro like it it, it starts off like you know chairs in the classroom soap like dispensers 
Yeah, but like at one school, somebody stole like the the water fountain. Somebody stole, somebody stole a sink. And it's, oh my god! Yeah, the principal had to make like a, a public announcement, like, "Bro, if anybody steals anything else, like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that shouldn't be funny, but it is. Yeah, it I is look funny. at a school and I think that's funny. Hmm. I'm still I'm I'm a young worker in the education field, so some yeah. things kids do. Like I don't laugh in front of them. Obviously, I'm not going to encourage them to do it. But like, I'll like I'll I'll laugh about it like with my coworker. It's it's sometimes the most absurd thing, you know. It, yeah. But it's true. The trend of especially teenagers and kids to do the dumbest things for the online attention is it not only it's not just a lack of empathy; it's a lack of sensitivity. They become so desensitized. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets really bad quickly because, mm-hmm. like, a joke may be funny or it may be like, oh, I'm just kidding. But then it comes to jokes such as, oh, I'll kill you or, like, I'll bring, like, my Glock up to school. Or, and it's like, you can't do that. Kids don't yeah. realize, like, there's a line. Yeah. But oh, I think... actually, mm-hmm. oh, uh, I was just going to interject. Um, yeah, I actually see it a lot. So I I'm uh, active in um you know youth ministries. Uh so like it's the same thing with their teens of uh, there, bro. It's crazy. Uh, the other day, I'm not going to put them on blast, all right? But the other day we had um a church service, a youth church service and they did um <laughs> they did a like uh what's it called? Um you you know like dang, I'm I can't think of the word right now. Um when you do a qu- like a a quiz and like it's um like a pop quiz? No, no, it's a quiz and it's like there's leaderboards. We did it at um and oh, uh, like Kahoot or something like Kahoot, that. Kahoot! Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> Dang, yes. I thought you were young. <laughs> but um, we they did a we did a Kahoot in front of the whole church, and you know, like when you join, you could see the people's names. Oh, oh no. Let's just oh, no. say that uh, in church, some of the names oh. in front of all the the congregation. Let's just say some of the names were ridiculous, bro. But yeah, so like things like that, like they they don't they lack sensitivity and awareness of like you know what other people would think. Like you don't do that at church, you know. Yeah. And he thought <laughs> it was so funny, but yeah. Yeah, and it's you know, it's this isn't like oh, this has been slowly building up forever. It's like yes, kids have been doing stupid things forever, teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, even like fifty years ago, like kids knew, like you don't fool around in church, or you don't joke about bringing weapons to school. Mm-hmm. Like, but now, because of the online, like, viralness of it. It's like, oh, it's okay to joke about it. Oh, I'm just kidding. Or, you know, yeah. Don't try me. You don't. Un- they don't understand like what desensitization and lack of empathy is going to get you in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not at all, man. And yeah, it, in the context of spirituality too, it's. If we don't have empathy, or if we don't have at least a level to of being able to be sensitive to things, then when it comes time to be perceiving God or the origin or whatever you believe the higher power is, 
it's going to be a lot more difficult. And whenever I'm distracted on Instagram or I'm binging YouTube videos, I don't feel in touch with my internal self or my spiritual life at all. Like, not one bit. I'm just sucked mm. into this world. And that's okay, but not all the time. Not to the extent that, yeah. that Instagram and TikTok have unfortunately allowed to be you know propagated throughout the culture where you know this complete sucking in and almost like an addiction mm -hmm. so it's almost like we're addicted to being desensitized to the spiritual aspects of life yeah and actually to bounce off that i i, I think um i mean i think spirituality in general spirituality like it means to be present you know being able to you know feel what's going on around you or um like being able to digest um experiences and things like that but when we're so focused on like um you know social media and like i feel like social media takes that away well uh, i ask um a lot of times like i'll, I'll talk to like the, the kids in my youth group um and i'll ask them like you know, do you ever actually no? And I think it's just people in general. Um, I th I think you know a lot of people struggle with this. Uh, but yeah, like, we're we're kind of like uh, yeah. picking on the kids a bit, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's everyone you know who mm -hmm. uses it. You know, yeah. Um, but it's like uh, it's people don't live in the moment. Um, I think we're always thinking of um, you know worrying about what's gonna happen, and then like thinking about things that have happened. And never focusing on you know what we have right now, um, and the reason I say that's a big part of spirituality is because uh, worrying about the future is worrying about something that you know hasn't happened yet, and then worrying about the past is worrying about something you can't change. The only thing you can change is you know what's happening right now, um, and you know to to grow closer to like God or um, to even you know grow um, a deep relationship with yourself is to like take time to focus on what you're thinking like right now like how can i um you know you know like even prayer like prayer you're not it's not anything happening in the past or the future it's happening you know right now you know yeah yeah that's that's so true because anything you know like spirituality you said is about being present but at least in my experience and, and a lot of people's experience, both testimonially and statistically, mm -hmm. people go to compulsive social media use or long extended like use of YouTube to take them out of reality. In other words, take them out of the present. Mm -hmm. You don't even know time's passing. It's so crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't tell like so many people say that. Like, oh I was I found myself on Instagram thirty minutes later. I was like, Oh my gosh, like where did all that time go? And mm -hmm. At least in my experience, when I use those things or when I do anything to kind of take me out of reality, it's whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason, it's to get out of my feelings. And whether they're feelings of anxiety, tiredness, stress, anger, um, mm -hmm. or even like over-energized, like I don't know what to do with my energy. And sometimes that's okay. Like after a long day at work, it's okay to put on a show or watch some YouTube and have a yeah. snack. 
that's relaxing. That's okay. You don't want to be in intense emotions or just in yourself too much. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, relaxing can only get you so far. There's other steps to it. Because after you relax, the next step, I would think, now that I I would be, in this case, talking about me, now Mm -hmm. that I'm in like a more calmer state, both physically speaking and emotionally, I can actually unpack my day. Okay, why did I feel anxious? Why did I feel stressed? Oh, this person said something to me. I really didn't like that. Or I was feeling anxious because I was nervous about this thing. Did I need Mm -hmm. to be anxious and nervous about it? Yes or no. Taking that time of reflection or prayer, however we do it, that's the next step. But if we're just stuck in the, oh, I need to relax step, then nothing's going to get done to resolve the feelings that you have. And then they're just going to build and build and build, and you're going to hide more and more and more until all you can do is hide because you don't want to feel anything. And then that's where more serious problems arise, I think. I think that we are kind of, it could be perceived that we're making too much a big deal about the algorithm or TikTok or Instagram, but it's a slippery slope because the radical end of that is like a bum in your thirties and you're staying at home like and all you're doing is like playing video games or scrolling on your phone all day, every day. And like you're in your thirties and you're in your mom's basement and you ask yourself why? How did I get here? The little things. The little things. Like I have that potential in myself. I'm I'm be honest, you know, I I think we all gotta be honest with ourselves. It's like do I like I'm not gonna you know, we shouldn't just sit you know, judge the person in their basement, we should ask ourselves, okay, how much is it going to take for me to end up like that person? I think actually that's a a good segue into actually just, I mean, looking into uh, my own life right now and like, um, you know, where I'm at. Um, kind of just uh, thinking about spirituality. Um, I kind of ask myself a lot. Um, okay, so right now um i'm kind of like taking a path less um taken right um the road less traveled which is not going to college um and trying to start my own business and you know i forgot what percentage of businesses fail but it's like i think it's like three-fourths of, it's a lot of businesses yeah started, yeah fail um and i think um something that's kind of like been getting me through that is thinking about like um number one like um what i believe god wants for me um you know the vision i have for my life and um i mean yeah like yeah i i mean okay this is how i view it it's like and i'm taking like my own life but i know it's a lot of other people's lives it's not just me but I'm going to take my own life. It's like, okay, I get up in the morning. Right then and there, do I want, like, who wants to get out of bed in the morning? No one. Like, that, for that split second, like, your alarm goes off. It's like, do you, like, no, no one actually, like, it's like, yes, my alarm went off. Woo, let's go. I mean, maybe not the majority of people, at least for that very split second. Okay, so right then and there, you have a potential to go back to sleep. Like right then and there. Now let's say I overcome that. Okay, I get out of bed. 
Okay, for me, it's next I take a shower. Okay, I take a shower. That helps me feel a little better, wakes me up, and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm in the shower. So that's like reflection time. It's time for me to think. You know, naturally, someone's going to think. They're just all alone in the shower. You know, maybe you're singing, but, you know, you, sometimes you're going to be thinking. You know, I'm just breaking it down step by step. And then it's like, okay, what do I have to do today? Oh, I have to go sell 3D art. Okay, what does that bring up? Oh, I have to approach strangers. Oh, I don't like that. That brings up anxiety. What if they get annoyed with me? What if they get upset at me? What if they say no? No, who likes being said no to? So it's like, oh, do I really want to do that? Okay. Like, that's another thing right there. Do I want to get up? Do I want to work? And it's like, what next? Oh, like, you know, I have to, you know, I should pray. It's very important to me. Oh, but it requires me to, like, you know, focus. I don't want to focus. Or I don't want to read scripture. It's too difficult. It's saying, like, I'm trash and, like, I got to do so much better. It's like, like when you read religious scripture, it's like, that's what it's telling you. It's telling you you're not doing good enough because it's asking you to achieve such high standards. It's like huge standards. Like you read any part of the Bible, it's like Jesus or the gospels. It's like Jesus is like, you know, cut off your own eye. If you like look at someone with lust, with lust, it's like, that's how, Mm -hmm. you know, it's tough to read scripture. It's like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And let's say you make it through all that. And it's like, oh, it's cold outside. I don't want to be cold. You know, oh, I have to go down and start my car. I don't want to do that. It's like all those things. Like you could easily say, I don't want to do. But that not wanting to do is actually, it doesn't last very long. It lasts for literally a split second. But if you fail in that split second, you have stayed at home. And then it's like, well, what are you going to do at home? Like, what am I going to do at home? Oh, okay. Like. Let's see what there is to do at home since I don't want to do any of those things. I could read, but my attention span isn't that good. Mm. Oh, okay. I could work out. Yeah, but that requires, like, it's going to hurt. You know? Right. Yeah. I what else could I do when... at home? And, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, but I have my phone. Oh, yeah. I, I have this video game. Oh, I have the computer. Oh, I don't need to do it. There's no effort involved. It'll give me exactly what I want. Yeah. Well, what I don't want to, it'll help me avoid what I don't want to do in that split second. And then it's like, you sat in your bed for like several hours and it's lunchtime. Then you just eat. And it's like, oh, I, I still don't want to do anything. Then you just go back. Like those, if you don't overcome in those little tiny milliseconds, it's like you are that man in the basement. Mm-hmm. But for people who get to that point, that millisecond, whenever we don't overcome it becomes larger and larger and larger because it's like, oh, well, I didn't overcome that time. Uh, what's to say I, I can overcome this time? And so that second or millisecond of like trying to overcome or to just ignore the fact that something might be slightly difficult, you may have to make a sacrifice. Like it just goes larger and larger and larger until you're in the basement and the amount you have to overcome to get out of there is astronomical because it's not one millisecond it's years of your life potentially you have to overcome like that's mm-hmm. hard that's not a joke yeah 100%, so i guess yeah. that's what i mean it's like it's it only takes not not ignore it's it only takes a millisecond for things to suddenly collapse and i think that's the importance of spirituality 
happens because it helps you not collapse in those moments. Yeah. It helps me not collapse in those moments, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, actually, an analogy that reminds me of is, you know, sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, just a little bit of dust or, you know, just one small little piece of something. <laughs> <laughs> but the more that you do it, eventually you're going to have this huge mountain under your rug because you didn't uh, want to, you know, throw away that little piece of whatever it could have been. Um, now you have like a whole mess. And now it's not just like, you know, sweeping whatever's under there. It's like a, a whole new process of like, you know, having to wash any stains that are stuck in there or, you know, a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. That HEPA filtration, yeah. you know, <laughs> all because yeah. you kept repeating that one thing. Exactly. It's, did you ever have a, a, a junk bin as a kid? Junk like, bin? No. So when I was a kid, but my mom would tell me to clean my room, you know, I, of course, like, you know, I didn't want to, right? So I would, I would clean it, the main parts. But then, like, the little things that I, like, didn't know what to do with, like, like I don't mm-hmm. know, like, like, I can't even tell you what was in there. But, yeah. like, whatever I felt, like, wasn't easy to put away, like, I would put it in, like, this bucket. And I would hide it. And I'd say, oh, my room's clean. Until one day, my mom inspected my whole room, and she found, like, several, like, pails and, like, little boxes of junk. And then she was like, you're not going anywhere or doing anything till you do all this. And it was hard. It took me, like, an hour, I remember. Yeah. It's just like, what do I do with all this crap, you know? It's exactly mm-hmm. like, like swooping in on the rug. Exactly. Yeah. Dang, I... Uh, bro, I'm. I don't know why, but right now, like, I, I can't. Like, <laughs> that stupid right algorithm. No, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, how do you practice? Like, like, how does your spirituality help you in this taking this different path of yours? Mm. I think uh, really what it is right now is um. When we look at, uh, anyways, when we look at life, um, a lot of time or society, uh, I think, uh, what makes it easier to follow the path that everybody is taking, or like even like you know, a path where you can see the future, is the fact that you can see the future. Um, and right now, in my path, is like, there's no. It's like every every. It's like I'm I'm what's it called playing soccer um in in a field where it's completely foggy like i can't Mm. see anything right or like i'm trying to score in the dark um and each step i take um only clears up like a little bit more in front of me so i think what makes it um and a lot of times that makes it hard for me to take action at all it's like oh i don't know where i'm going so you know i'm there's no point in me doing anything right now. Um, but I think one thing that makes it easy is um, the fact that I have a vision and the fact that I, I believe in God um, and knowing that, like, God is, is guiding me to something, uh, you know, um, and that as long as I set the intention of, like, what I'm trying to get to, um, that God will, as long as I'm open to it, that God will shine some light somewhere. But I just have to always be looking. Um, there's this, um, you know, in our movement, we have this belief of like the inner mind. Um, 
and and how the inner mind is the original mind and how it's actually second god and actually our founder uh true father he he said um that um uh, that actually that the original mind can guide you better than um god does mm. right um and the reason i believe um that is so true is because when we look at um god and we look at original mind um i think god shows himself through like people and um situations happening around you um but like the world is so loud so sometimes it's so hard to like hear what god is trying to say but like original mind is in our head and it's always you know saying something and we all have a conscience we know like when something is right or something is wrong um or like if we're um you know we might not always know if we're going in the right direction but we can always have an idea based on um you know like whether it feels right sometimes you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah. it's like we have like, it's not just about oh i believe in god up there it's more like i believe in god and part of god is in here or in here 100%. in my heart yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and you mentioned well i think that's so powerful first of all because it you know if we're just thinking of god up there it gets very muddy. It's like, oh, if God's up there, then he sees everything down here. Okay, so why doesn't God do anything down here? But it's actually a more powerful idea, in my opinion, to think of God as a thing, or I like to think of it as energy that can be manifested within myself, within everyone. Yeah. Because then that brings up the importance of not succumbing to the noise, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think social media and all that is a huge source of noise because it's what disrupts our empathy, our sensitivity. And if we're not empathetic and we're certainly not sensitive, then we can't feel in any capacity that original mind, yeah. that you know, manifesting of the origin's energy within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah, it does take. Um, I, I mean, I I like what you said right there about like how uh, if we're not like tapped in to you know up here, uh, that's how you you succumb to the noise, right? Um, but yeah, the I think this idea that um, we have an original mind. Um, I, the reason that like it's so powerful is definitely because like. Oh, oh my God, dude! I, <laughs> well, think of it this way: while you think of what you want to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like here's the problem: is like people will say, you know, especially kids, why is it so bad? Like, you know, it's my life; I have time. And let's say that someone is using social media, TikTok, Instagram, all these things, and like they are not procrastinating; they have a lot of their life in order and they're not like mm-hmm. screwing anyone over. They're not screwing themselves over. It's like the argument becomes, okay, why is this wrong? Uh, and that's not the right question. The question is, mm-hmm. is it stimulating the best part of yourself or is it stimulating the part of yourself that is encompassed in that split second or right. however much long it's turned into? Because mm-hmm. if it's feeding that part of you that 
doesn't want to sacrifice, that doesn't want to do things that initially for that split second you feel like don't you don't want to do, if it's encouraging that part of you, then by definition, it's wrong for you. Hmm. And another way I like to look at it too is, especially you know, as a spiritual person, myself as well, is is it stimulating my original mind or the self that gives me that sort of the best word for it is like spirit or energy or motivation that wants me to do something beyond myself. If it's stimulating that, then that's good. Like if you're on Instagram and you're watching a clip of Headwing Talk, that's okay because Headwing yeah. Talk is hopefully stimulating the good part of of you and not the millisecond I don't want to do anything and be lazy part of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think actually I think that's um, a really good point to bring up like that we all have like two versions of ourselves that are constantly, you know, at odds. Yeah. Um, and depending on like you said, what actions we um, were taking um, they decide like which um, you know, which self that we're, we're making the stronger aspect of ourselves, right? Yeah, and I think, um, I think like by default, like everybody, um, has like this yeah, super great desire to, to be something one day or to be something like you said, something bigger than, um, you know, where they're at right now or, um, or you know having, uh, you know yeah just like wanting to serve a bigger purpose, mm -hmm. right? Um, but then we all also have that, uh, self where it's like so easy to to fall into like um thinking about yourself or sometimes not even thinking at all right just um, <laughs> mindlessly you know you know doing things that that make you feel good or um things that numb uh what you know you're currently going through or whatever yeah numbing that's that's the key part for me it's numbing mm -hmm. if it's numbing you that's probably not the best thing and when it comes to, like the way it transfers to some sort of addiction, whatever it is you're doing, I think it stems from the fact that you've numbed yourself to the point where like any facing of the root feelings or whatever's causing you to numb out, like you can't even look at it. Like it's so hidden yeah. you might not even recognize it. Yeah. And that's a that's a big issue because then yeah, you're false self if you will the mm -hmm. self that doesn't want to strive to better yourself and better others is just going to take over like crazy it's going to take over like crazy and i and i believe that selfishness actually was originally meant to be something that would be good because for us to you know be good husbands or good fathers or good sons or whatever role or position we're in in society we have to have ourselves in order, which means we do need to take care of ourselves. We do need to, you know, bathe properly. We do need to eat properly. We need to sleep properly. If we're in a, you know, marriage, we need to have a good sexual life, a healthy sexual life. No, that's not all selfish, I think. That's, it's, it's not selfish in the sense of how we view it today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... I think that's also an interesting point. Thinking of uh, selfishness as, you know, at least originally, like it shouldn't have been a bad thing. Um, I think today when we think of selfishness, 
oh my god the the, the things we can go into is, is kind of crazy but to think of selfishness as something um like that that can like, could be channeled actually, I was talking, yeah something that could be channeled actually i was talking to my uh client this morning um and he he said uh, uh i'm not trying to be selfish but um he, because okay so what he had, he he got me a referral right um and what he said was um you know i i made i made sure to to make you sound really good um but he's like you know, it's kind of selfish in a way but it's not because i know that if you do really well for him um you know which will end up being a good thing for him right for his client he said it would also be a good thing for me because the more you learn about the market the more you learn about um other industries uh the more you can help me as well um so that does bring a, a different aspect of like substance it's it's kind of like um you know it, if it benefits me it'll also benefit you not just like it, it'll all benefit me you know what i mean exactly yeah. it's like yeah 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 purpose of the individual naturally serves the purpose of the whole right and right. at a larger scale i think that is the formula. For example, mm -hmm. the nations of the world. Let's go full worldwide. It's like, mm -hmm. are individual nations bad? Well, not ne not necessarily. It's important, you know, individual cultures, you know, individual sovereignty. But mm -hmm. if each nation is, and like two hundred plus, let's say two hundred plus nations are solely thinking about their own interests, like, of course, war is gonna erupt. Like. It, the probability of it not erupting is very limited. But if mm -hmm. nations are serving their own interests so that naturally the rest of the world is at peace at the same time, then that selfishness is good. Like, I, I think, you know, the founder of the unification movement, uh, Mother Moon, she's mentioned how the United States cannot serve only its own national interest. And she said that about every single country. But the U.S. as a leader of the world in her eyes and in many people's eyes, including my own, needs to also not do that. So when I hear that, naturally, I think some people may get put off because they say, no, we, you know, we have, we have this crisis, we have that crisis, we have the border, we have you know, this, we have that, inflation. But actually, you can take care of the southern border, which I believe is complete, utter disaster, and there's might be hell to pay later due to the, you know, craziness and millions of people who we don't even know, like, anything about them are coming, pouring through. Anyways, but we can naturally, we can solve that problem while at the same time using those efforts for the benefit of the world. Hmm. Like, for example, my solution would be, okay, Secure the southern border, and let's see why millions of people are, you know, flowing through. Because it's not, you know, necessarily just because, like, they just want to come so bad. It's like, no, they're fleeing, like, all sorts of crap and corrupt governments, drug cartels. I mean, and that would be something that the U.S. could maybe do is to see what's going on in those countries. And I don't know. Do something about it somehow, <laughs> but yeah, if we're just saying you know just deport all of them and they'll figure it out, it's like, well, 
that doesn't really solve the problem long term, does it? Because all that stuff is still going to be happening down south in Central America with these corrupt governments and drug cartels. And there's just going to be more and more people fleeing. And, you know, it's just endless cycle. But that's, I guess yeah. that's what I mean. Like individual purpose naturally at the same time serves the world. Yeah. Speaking of selfishness, I selfishly have to get off the podcast for the sake of okay. the kids waiting at the school <laughs> uh, that I, I need yeah. to work at. But mm-hmm. it is true what you said, you know, it all goes, you know, beyond the individual level, family, society, nation, and world. And that's why I think yeah, talking yeah. about all this stuff, even the little things like our social media use actually can translate to the world level at some point. 100%, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really grateful that we were able to have this conversation. Yeah. yeah. And um, maybe we can have you on again. Definitely. Yeah. Um. um but yeah in that case thank you guys for mm-hmm. joining um king thanks for stopping by and for those of you who are listening please 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 follow please like please download the episodes follow us at headwing talk podcast on instagram you can reach out headwingtalk at gmail.com thank you everyone see you later